Hello and welcome to another edition of Thoughts from Player One, the podcast where we take an in-depth look at one story or narrative-focused game and give our thoughts on it. As always, I'm Alex. I'm Duncan. And this week, we're back to our fucking roots. This is it. We're here. It's in it. It's Life is Strange. Um, We played The Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit, which is a kind of a prequel, sort of, to Life is Strange Season 2. It came out uh, June 26, 2018 on Xbox, PS4, and PC, developed by Don't Nod Studios, and it is totally free. Yeah. Only takes about an hour to an hour and a half. Go play it right now so you can listen along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two days ago, we're hot on this. We're hot on this. You can be hot on this, too. With us. You can you can be, be hot, hot with us. With us. <laughs> Unless you just, don't have time to be hot with us. Then, 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 then be cold with us, but still still yeah. listen to the episode, you know, and uh, just trust that we were hot with it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're always cool with it and hip with the, not the teens anymore, but now the kids. Nope. We are into because, kid territory. Because, because the awesome adventures of Captain Spirit is completely separate from the original Life is Strange or Before the Storm um, in the sense of different character. Uh, same world, I guess. And but different town. But different town. Yes, very different town. And um, yeah, so we're playing. We're playing. You know what? I'm not gonna get into this this the story yet. <laughs> okay. Is, I'm crashing and burning, Alex. Help me. <laughs> and those were some awesome adventures. I'll tell you what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you uh? Yo, I got a good, I got a good kid story. Um, oh, good, good, about sweet me kid tale. Kid. Yeah, kid tale. Oh, woo! Um, so... <laughs> Every day they're out there telling kid tales. Oh, woo! <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> good yeah. song about being a kid. Me too. Me too. And we'll get into the real game in a little bit here. But I want to tell, I want to tell a tall tale. You know, Captain Spirit. He's an OC. He's an original character. But uh, we weren't all blessed with the same creativity as him. Oh no! So when I was when I was like ten, eleven, probably maybe probably the same age as the main character here. I got yeah, maybe I got a watch from my mom. She handed me this watch and she said, uh, "She said it'll make you look good and you'll know the time all the time." And I was <laughs> obsessed with the watch. I would fucking carried it around with me everywhere. I loved it so much. I think what, I, what type of watch, real quick? Uh, it was an analog. Wait. Okay, and like yeah. a nice wrist watch, not oh, like no. a pocket watch. No, it was yeah, it was a wrist watch, but like it was not a nice wrist watch. Oh, but it was a wrist watch. Yeah, not it was a, a wrist watch. watch. I just yeah, wanted to be sure. Watch. But uh, mm, okay, I'll, I'll get into that. Um, so, uh, <laughs> you know, my friends and I had these sessions where we would go down in my basement and we would pretend to just be our OCs. But they were not, they were definitely not OCs, right? So, I was a person who <laughs> could take other people, other enemies, put them inside of my watch, and then I'd slap the watch, and then I'd become the people that I captured. I was Fuck yes. 100% dead set on not being Ben 10. All of my friends said, you're just Ben 10. And I said, no. And I got very embarrassed because I don't think it was cool to like Ben 10. And uh, I actually sent them all home because they accused me of being Ben 10 when I clearly wasn't. So uh, come at me. 
Come at me. I wasn't Ben 10. Those, it sounds like you were a little bit Ben 10, though. Like, mm-hmm. it just sounds like maybe you were a little bit Ben 10. No, 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 no. Because here's the thing. Ben 10 ca- uh, had aliens in the watch already. They were pre-made for him. I captured them like a pocket monster. Okay. <laughs> so you were like Ben 10, got to catch them all edition. <laughs> Don't. Yeah, sure. Sure. But, but, <laughs> but I was not. Don't say the phrase Ben 10, okay? Uh, okay. So, so uh, riding off of that. <laughs> you were Benjamin 5 plus 5. <laughs> Benjamin 5 plus 5. Also, when you mentioned the pocket watch, I think it would be, I would not be accused of being Ben 10 if I had the pocket watch. <laughs> you would not. That's what I'm saying. Pocket watches were where it was at. I pocket had a pocket watch for a while. I won it from like a fucking crane game at Walmart. And I was like, hell yeah. Pocket watches are going to be my new thing, and let me tell you, that was a rough week. But <laughs> did you get bullied for it? No, I don't know if I got bullied externally, but I certainly got bullied internally by myself a lot. Whenever I would catch a glimpse of myself in the mirror with a pocket watch, <laughs> but I thought I could make it work, and I just I couldn't. Yeah. Nobody can make a pocket watch work. I didn't wear enough vests. Yeah, definitely not. You weren't at enough steampunk conventions. So, no. uh, you know who does get bullied though. Is, is it Captain Spirit? It's Captain Spirit! It's Captain Spirit! He probably gets bullied. Probably. Actually, he does. There's confirmation. Let's move on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so you play as not a teen this time, but a boy. You play as boy Chris. <laughs> you know how the two opposite ends of the spectrum, teen and boy? <laughs> not... <laughs> <laughs> because he's younger. Duncan was getting at because he's younger. <laughs> no, all all uh all teen girls start off as just as teens. Okay. They're not they don't get to be girls. They're just never mind. This is a bad oh, bit. Fucking... Let's move on. No, uh, it's good. Um yeah, this one you start out as a, a much younger child. Um, I, they don't give us exact age, nine. I don't think. I mean, nine. Yep. Okay, so they do give us exact age. Good. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, you just play um, a kid this time by the name of Chris, um, who is kind of growing up in, a, seems like a country town in Oregon, because it's Life is Strange, so it takes place in the Pacific Northwest. Um, and you are kind of in this smaller beat-down house and you're living with just your dad because your mom is not in the picture, um, it becomes clear pretty quickly that your mom died in a car accident. Um, so the game opens on you just sort of playing with toys and um, being your OC of Captain Spirit who has the like super fucking OP power to bend all matter to his will. Yeah, yeah. And that is totally uh, like a, a power that someone that age definitely have very superman-esque you know oh i can just do whatever i want um i like the opening of this game is you designing a hero before you like really even know that you're designing captain spirit's like outfit for um for the remainder of the game he kind of is like do i want a mask or helmet do i want light Mm. armor or heavy armor and that changes how he ends up drawing his oc captain spirit and um everyone gets a unique oc captain spirit (laughs) so yeah and then that affects directly um 
how you dress up as him later, which is really cool. Yeah, it's a neat way to open kind of the game and really set the tone for for everything that's going to be going on for the remainder of it. Yeah. Um so as you're as you're playing with your toys in your room before um uh before you get a a call from your dad that you know wants you to come in for breakfast, right? And um you come in for this breakfast and like Alex said it becomes immediately clear that mom's no longer in the picture because he's like not as good as not as good as mom's eggs, huh? And mm-hmm. um and he's drinking beer and the cycle begins starting here and it's there's some awkward exchanges here. Um you one of your arms is kind of bruised and he's like, Did you like did anyone talk to you about this? Um mm-hmm. you know what uh, and you can say you're fine or it still hurts and he kinda shrugs it off. Um but the most important thing here is um, he, um, Chris, the son, wants to get a uh, pine tree for Christmas because it's around Christmas time, uh, very mm-hmm. snowy outside. And um, Charles, the dad, promises that once he's done watching the basketball game, that he will go get them a tree together. And then um, Chris kind of is disappointed and he expresses that hey, like, you always fall asleep when you watch the game, and then he gets pretty defensive and takes some whiskey back to his chair to watch the basketball game. Yeah, says he won't fall asleep this time, he promises. This this scene was, like, a weird mixture of Chris's dad, Charles, um, like, flipping between being kind of shitty and being pretty endearing. Yeah. Like. You know, he sits down and is like, I, you don't have to lie to me. I know my eggs aren't as good as mom's, but, like, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to watch a bunch of cooking, you know, videos, and I'm going to become the best breakfast chef in the world, and you can be my personal taster. And it was, like, you know, a really sweet moment. And then he gets drunk and, but you know, yells here's the a little thing. bit. Here's the thing is that I think that all of those claims are absolutely false. I feel like he's been making those claims for his entire life. And that's well, why yeah, it's like, but... yeah, and I mean, I guess that that opening, you do feel that endearment. You're like, oh, nice. Like, he may drink, but you know, he's probably stressed. He's got shit on his on his hands, which isn't untrue. But like, it's just, uh, yeah, it is a okay. So, I guess jumping into this a little bit early is like, what? Like at this moment, what was your kind of thoughts on how the dad was written? In this kind of, um, like, flip-flop, like, I'm, I'm, you know, endearing, I'm making these promises, I'm, like, talking to you about this, and then kind of having this, like, starting to see some more abusive feelings and stuff like that, emotionally. Uh, so, at this, at this point in the game, like, very early on in the scene, I... I think they land what they're going for relatively well, which is, like, a troubled caretaker that is having different like having difficulties coming to terms with his responsibility and difficulties dealing with issues and is trying but is over like generally just losing that fight um and i think that it comes across a little bit heavy but i think life is strange games do kind of come across heavy sometimes and it's not necessarily like overpowering or like you can't focus like i think they get the point across relatively well um yeah, and I mean, they but only overall, really it, have, like, an hour or two to, like, get these, these yeah. characters and emotions across, so, yeah. Totally. 
I feel that on that one. I yeah, I think this was a relatively good scene for him. It, it definitely like they just barely go like they glance right past the like oh your arms all bruised up did anybody say anything like oh it it it'll be fine and it's like ooh like they leave it did just you? ambiguous enough that yeah. you're like did did he hit him or did he get hurt some like because of his negligence or yeah. like but they don't ever explicitly say yeah yeah and th- I do like the kind of ambiguous like you're not directly saying or you don't get like a monologue from Chris being like that was a scary time for me. Yeah. Um, Very good Chris impersonation. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Um, so after that general scene, he goes down to sit and watch the game, and the game pretty much just opens up to you. You're free to explore the whole house, the backyard, the garage. There's a bunch of different locations, and you have like an objective list of a couple different things that you want to achieve as Captain Spirit. So it's like a list of your awesome objectives. Um, yeah. So let's just kind of like go down the line about these and maybe just like talk about some of the things we found on the pathway to them. I think creating the costume was like one of the first ones. Yeah. And you can do these and you can do most of these in almost any order. Yeah. And, you know, they're they're mundane things that are like given larger than life aspects by um the fact that he's a kid with a super overactive imagination like the first one or one of the first ones i think this was the first one that i actually did um just talks about confronting the water eater um (laughs) and i actually this this scene was fucking awesome where he just like you go into like you open a door through the laundry room and you like walk into it and it's pitch black and then you just like sort of start walking forward and you know kind of assume the mantle of captain spirit and this like black sludge monster rises out of this big like ocean and when you're like walking towards it it like stares at you with glowing red eyes and it's really you know kind of creepy i think there is some symbolism that's similar to something you saw in uh, episode five of the original life is strange but you know it's kind of taunting you when you get toward it and eventually to vanquish it it like goes back to reality and you just like flip the switch on on your water heater yeah. um and that was like the whole thing was he was just scared of the dark in the room with the water heater and built an entire fiction around it and that that was a very endearing little scene yeah so what's really cool about that i think is like that it opens up because that was one of the first ones that i did too i think i was like it's probably intended one of the intended first ones is it like opens up this idea of you know chris having this overactive imagination and him masking his fears and feelings in these worlds you know what i mean yeah and i think that like just like introduces you to that thought and gets you starting to think about it for what's to come ahead yeah it's a really good way to to introduce the concept also they introduce it on a pun and yeah I can always appreciate a good pun. I definitely I called that was the water heater for sure. Though. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, because he says I have to go turn on the water heater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's in, like a dark, scary room right next to the laundry room. It's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't, Alex. I don't think this is the puzzle of the no, no, fucking no. century. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I want you to know that I called that one, Doug. I okay. I got that all one. Right, all right, you and fucking everyone who played that game called it. <laughs> yeah. Shit, well. Dude. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I figured it out before the just, Don't take this away from me man I didn't get the actual puzzle in the game <laughs> Neither did I Alright let's continue 
Um, so like you had hinted at though, the next big one, which kind of spans multiple parts, you know, cause this, this open area is the, it encompasses your entire house and like your yard outside of your house and garage. Um, so you create the costume that you had designed earlier and you do this kind of like going into different rooms and picking up like some, what look like medical tape type stuff to make like a bandolier or, you know, I chose a mask as opposed to a helmet. So he put on like a bunch of face like makeup all around his face as if it were a mask yeah um and you do that and get nice little scenes depending on where you are and what piece of the um costume you pick up and put on at that point yeah this is this is just straight up cute um but there is like another really cool scene where you where you finish it by painting the cape and you get like this like in a world of they're like the world around him goes all black and like the armor gets put on him automatically and it's like a very like mega man fucking yeah i don't know just cool shit like montage scene of him shooting fireballs and being fucking cool it's very very cute and a lot of mm -hmm. you go i'm sorry i was just gonna say like it, it matches the tone of what they're going for it really that was another good moment where it felt like that's what you feel like when you're a kid who finishes putting on something and you're like, look how fucking cool I am. And like, you know, he's not actually doing any of that, but I completely bought what they were going for in that scene right there. They do a really good job in those of like doing the hard cuts back to reality. Like, and they make it funny, but like it's funny. And then you sit on it for a while and you're like, Oh yeah, that's, that is how it felt. Cause like that at the (laughs) end of that montage, He's like, do, 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 no. And he puts his hand out and on the last, like, no. Note, he, like, just the world around him that was magical and, like, he was floating just turned back into the garage and it yeah, was just kind of quiet. Slowly puts his hand down, like, oh, <laughs> I can't shoot fireballs. <laughs> yeah, I can't shoot fireballs and there's no one around to play with. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go do something else. <laughs> <laughs> Occupy my time. Um. So, while you're, like, making this costume, I, I, when I say I really like something and it is something like this, it's not that I'm like, ah, yes, this made me happy. It was like, I can appreciate the craft that went into writing this and, like, thinking of this and foresight is, like, you just hear your dad get progressively more, like, uh, like, angry at the game. And he's like, come on, that was a fucking shot. And, like... It goes from, like, come on, come on, come on, to, like, you don't know what you're fucking talking about kind of things like that. And, like, I I just like that a lot, that they had the kind of, like, thought of how he would progress in that way of, like, going from, don't worry about it, we're gonna go get the pine tree, to, like, shit-faced. And, yeah. and um, there was a nice scene, though, where you pick up a Nerf gun and you shoot his head. And then he pretends to be a zombie, and then that's it. That last, like, 20 seconds interaction with the yeah. sun. <laughs> I, I really like that scene, though, because that was another one of the moments where I was like, oh, this is going to go fucking south. He's going to shoot him in the head, and he's going to get really angry. Exactly. And then he just, like, played along, and I was like, oh, okay. Like, this, again, this does paint the narrative of, like, a dad who wants to be a good dad, but has just, like, completely succumbed to the, you know, feeling of loss and, and anger that he had after a tragedy. And those were really good scenes. But then there's also scenes where, like, you know, the phone rings and you're talking to 
somebody trying to get you really to go to their church and he's just like <laughs> who the fuck is it yeah tell him like yeah and it's like oh calm down he seems to have very specific triggers and i think that's like that's something that's interesting in a in a character that like yeah the, a lot of characters feel like especially the oh especially david was like the most one note character in the life of strange universe of just being like I am this way, and I am no other way. Like, I cannot change my mind on anything. And, um, or feel any other way. But, like, I think that he has a little bit more, um, diversity when it comes to his feelings and, like, uh, reactions to things. And sometimes I think it's a little jarring, like, when... Yeah, that is definitely a word I would use. Yeah, like, when you shoot him with the gun, and then he's, like... Haha, fun, I'm a zombie. And then you answer the phone, like you said, and he's like, Who the fuck is that church ass bitch? Tell him to go home. We don't need them. We don't need anybody. <laughs> We're kings of our castle. And like, it's just really like, Ugh. And yeah. I don't. I think I'm too distant from a parental figure who was anything like that. So I don't know if that's really like a believable person. Like, bipolar disorder is super real. But, like, I don't know. It's. Yeah, I, he didn't strike me as somebody who was, you know, necessarily struggling with a mental illness in the way that other characters have in, in game we've played, as much as he just strikes me as, like, it, it really did feel like, hey, we need to get these two parts of his personality across. And because it's not a super directed narrative, because it's like piecewise take what you want like sometimes it is very jarring um but like you said i mean i'm I'm very much the same way i didn't have a parental figure in my life who was like would scream and yell and get angry at little things or if they did they would never direct it towards me in any way yeah so it felt kind of like it was just maybe a little bit too much yeah but it's again that could just be our super lack of understanding yeah but um, you find a lot of letters, fucking a lot of letters in this. Yeah, game. there's a lot of shit to click on in this one hour. Yeah, yeah, it's mostly clicking. Um, I I actually think there was maybe too many things, but that's yeah, that's me, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I think it was a lot of the same, and I think what they mm-hmm. might have expected you to do is just like look through whatever you can see, and then like move on, and then go to the next plot point. But that's not how I play Life is Strange no, games. No. <laughs> Come on. I'm sorry, Dona. That's not how I do this. I click on everything that I can. Um, and I clicked on the fucking basketball. First thing I clicked on was the basketball. Kid threw a shot that didn't make any sense. God. <laughs> First Throws thing. the basketball like four feet in front of him at a seven degree angle and it doesn't make it in the hoop. And he's like, well, I have to have dad teach me how to shoot. Like, yeah, no fucking shit, kid. <laughs> No wonder he's so disappointed in you. All right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. The first scene I got with you played a, just a too long session of toys, but man, those toys are so cool looking. The fucking, uh, one of the toys names is Mandroid. 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 And he has eyes for a belt. So cool. Shit, he is pretty cool. I was a fan of Power Bear. Yeah, Power Bear was pretty cool. <laughs> Which was just like a sort of humanized bear. It was an anthropomorphic. It was it called was a, Power Bear. It was a furry superhero. <laughs> and that's why you were a big fan of it. Yes! No, yes! Not... Again! You got slammed again! <laughs> uh, 
if you're a close listener of our podcast, you'll note that this is the second time Duncan has tried to trap me into admitting I'm a furry. <laughs> Which is so untrue. It's so far from the truth. If anything, I'm closer to a furry than he is. But, but... <laughs> let's not go down that road. We've got a kid's game to talk about. <laughs> this is not a kid's game. This is a game of a kid. Of a boy. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay. So, um... Like we said, a lot of stuff to read. A lot of stuff to read. And most of it is obviously accompanying... accompanying wow. <laughs> a lot of it is about the... Um, about your mom and dad and kind of like the downward spiral he went through when she was um, hit in a hit and run. And a lot of like notes or letters between the police and him of like, I think one of the most important ones to me was the fact that like he requested um, footage from the intersection where she was hit. And they were like, no, at this time we cannot fulfill your request. And like, I think that's something that's, I did not see that letter at all. Oh, cool. I think that's something that's very like foreshadowy of like covering stuff up. Because it seems very like that he's he's the person in the town that no one believes. And like he's probably in the future going to have some just out of whack theories about like, you know, the cover up of this stuff. And knowing life is strange, it might be true. Uh, <laughs> but I think that was a super interesting one. And you also find a lot of comics written by your mom and the fact that yeah. your mom was an artist, a kindergarten artist and art teacher. Whoops. <laughs> and, and your dad, you know, used to be big, big basketball coach. Uh, but he does not do that anymore. Yeah. He got fired because after your mom died, he got like really drunk at the school a bunch of times and they had to fire him. And now he works at the railroad. Yeah. And then I saw, I found an article. I don't know if you found this of like, unlikely couple she's an artist he's a basketball player what's up with that <laughs> yeah that was a weird and bad article i'm like i i could believe that being written though i can believe mm, yeah maybe in like a it's like it's shitty but i could believe it being written in like a small town yeah i guess so um but i guess because they got engaged not just because they were like dating <laughs> that would be weird yeah they're just <laughs> dating local couple starts dating here's a profile on them <laughs> kindergarten artist and basketball coach hook up one night stand <laughs> fun that's a below the fold sort of thing it didn't quite make the cut yeah um yeah so i, I you get you get a lot of good flavor through all these these letters and stuff that the interpersonal letters are the part that i think worked really well um and your mom's comics i think those are cute and they have a very distinct style to them which says a lot about her personality um but the ones that i thought were really good were like the letters from her parents to your dad you know expressing you know their condolences and um one of them just explicitly offers to take care of you for a year while he kind of figures himself out and um basically being honestly just really really good people um and those letters were one of the most impactful parts of this entire game to, for me personally, because that, like, I remember seeing letters similar to that when my dad passed away. And I remember, like, 
having really good grandparents that stepped in and were like, oh, like, we understand what this is. We'll do what we need to do to help, like, raise this child in the meat. Like, that they very, very much hit the tone they were going for there in a really realistic way. And I think that was amongst the strongest parts of the entire game for me personally. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can... I can definitely see that. And I think it's I think it's interesting too to like think about um the father character in this and like how he reacts to that because the one thing that he is is very defensive about like his triggers tend to be more defensive. And mm-hmm. I feel like he definitely would never take any of those offers because I think he's just like so I don't think he could ever admit that he has a problem or is having going through something or anything like that. So like yeah. reading that and then feeling that energy of like, wow, these people really love you and your son and they care so much, but you're never going to take this opportunity um, mm-hmm. because you can't see this what's going proud. on. Just to, yeah. And um, so, yeah, that was, that was very, yeah, that was emotional. Um, couple ones that I wasn't a big fan of was the, uh, like, a girlfriend that that he had. Yeah. That one I was don't... weird. It was, like... And it was such a throwaway thing. Yeah, it's like, why even why even bother with this one? Um, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, some of them were, again, they varied in quality. It's a Life is Strange game. Some of them were just filler. Some of them were really good, but... Um, Typically speaking, I think those kind of things were really good. Most of the stuff that you find in your dad's room, I really liked. You get a good scene where you find like your mom's old records and record player and talk about how dad doesn't listen to these as much as he used to. And then you get a good Life is Strange-ass scene where you just get to lay on the bed listening to music to a montage of like different scenes. Um, and I really liked it. And they kind of cranked it up to the next level. I don't know if you did that part, um, but you do get one of those scenes where you just sit there. And like I was watching it for a good... 45 seconds to a minute and there were no repeat scenes and they were like showing montages of your dad out there watching the game and they had like really good shots of like him being angry at the tv slowly like panning over to the you know basketball trophies he had won in the past and that like i always loved those scenes in the original life is strange but i think they definitely like ratcheted it up a notch in this game this is the only time i've sat more than 30 seconds on those um because i just I felt, for some reason, I felt so much more, like, it felt more realistic to make that decision as this character to just, like, sit and, like, think about this Mm -hmm. and, like, work it out and, like, just be bored. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like a lot of the times in Life is Strange Games, I have so much shit that I want to go and do. But in this, it's just, like, I'm just chilling in my house and, like, I got to find stuff to do. Um... And I think laying on a bed and listening to records being nostalgic about um, your your passed away mom is, like, very, it's very appropriate. And, like, it just kind of put me in the right headspace to, like, sit there and think with him in a weird way. I don't know. It was just a really, it was a really good one. And, yeah, yeah, I, I'm happy I get that. that. Um, Some of them in the original one did feel a little shoehorned in, like, hey take this 10 second breather there's a tornado that you can see but if you just want to take a second to collect your thoughts that's cool too i guess <laughs> right right um so let's let's move on to a couple of these other objectives that he's got um mm-hmm. 
there's kind of just a funny one that's in the trailer, but you find firecrackers that your dad locked up and you put it inside a character called the Snowmancer and then you pretend to shoot it with a spirit gun, I'm going to call it, and his head blows off and you're like, yeah! Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of fun ones like that. <laughs> yeah, and uh, they're cool. I will say this one, I'm going to talk about this one because this one fucking, this one hurt me. Um, uh, there's, you find like a secret treasure map, right? Mm-hmm. and um the secret treasure map aligns with a map in your room and essentially it's just to the maze of doom and then you crawl through junk essentially and it's they do this funny thing where like there's this obvious this obvious theme of like larger than life stuff happening like he's pretending and you're like choosing to turn left and right and left uh in between this um and you use this large metal hallway uh, you're crawling through. And then, oh, you come out literally six inches away from where you initially <laughs> started. Ha ha ha. Even though you crawled for like fucking hours. But anyways. Yep. <laughs> anyways. Because especially if you didn't find the fucking map beforehand and just like, <laughs> left? <laughs> right? <laughs> left again? Am I where I started? Yeah. I don't fucking know. Yeah. That was a weird one. And even when I got the map, I'm like, oh, I was supposed to... I didn't know I was supposed to do that. <laughs> I got to go back and then read the map. And Anyways, so aside from that, you find Captain Spirit's Hidden Treasure, which is a Tupperware box in your front yard. And you open... It's not very hidden, but... No, fine. not very hidden. It was kind of hidden. But anyways, you, you brush some snow off of it. You open it up. And um, they're very, like, you and mom kind of pictures. Uh, you and the family, there's a drawing that she drew of, like, all three of you in Christmas time, and one that's, like, um, they're playing video games, and she's like, who's the boss now? Which isn't even a good joke, but it just, like, <laughs> whew, it just, there's something about the music and the kind of, like, I don't know. I didn't really expect it. I expected another kind of like, oh, he's going to open it up and it's going to be another wacky thing he's going to make larger than mm-hmm. life. But it was just real. And then, you know, he starts to cry. I start to I mean, I mean, <laughs> he starts to cry <laughs> and um, he. No, it was it was a real like it was a moment of very real sincerity in the middle of like immediately after something that was super kind of out there. And it. It did, it caught me off guard. Like, I, I got teary-eyed. It was incredibly, like, the drawings that the mom did were always very, like, evocative of her personality. But seeing that combination of that mixed with, like, the family life that she's a part of and, like, how directly that impacts Chris. Yeah. Um, it was it was incredibly powerful moment. so much, you know? Like, ah, 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 um... So yeah, that's that's his that's his hidden treasure. That was probably mm-hmm. one of my favorite ones. That was of the little quests you have to do. That was definitely my favorite one. Yeah. Um, uh, let's go the totally opposite direction with my least favorite of the quests you have to do because it was bullshit and I don't understand it. Which was you have to unlock your dad's phone so that you can oh play boy. the sequel to Hot Dog Man. Oh boy. Hot Dog um, Man is an amazing character, by the way. <laughs> Hot Dog Man is the best Life is Strange character. <laughs> Of every character, it's the only really believable one. Yeah, it's the most well-written, thought-out, 
did you read the the hot dog man comic? Yep. Oh my <laughs> god, when the mustard mustards himself. Holy shit, uh. that was funny. <laughs> he's he's like there's like a mustard bottle that's cowering in fear, and then in the next frame, his fucking dick his dick is actually just a mustard thing, and it just mustards piss out. <laughs> Yo, know, it's mustard, but it's pee. That's the joke. There it is. Take oh, it or leave God. it. Do whatever you want. <laughs> Anyways, so I love that little comic. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking adorable. But I, but you I just would... you get the like there is the only thing you do is you get a phone and it has like when you click on it then you know chris says something about i have to figure out the pin to unlock it because that's where the game is and you can beat your high score um and then you get the numpad and the ability to clear it and hit enter and that's it and you have a total of up to 11 characters you are able to type in and that's 100 percent of the fucking clues you get that's 100 percent of the fucking clues you get all right alex are you ready I'm about yeah. to reveal it. I did not find this out on my own. I Googled no, it. No, I didn't either, so I, I've never heard this before. The password is... Hot Dog Man. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, no, Duncan, yep. it's not. You have to type Duncan. it on the numpad. It's fucking Duncan. Hot Dog Man. <laughs> oh, I want to fucking scream. <laughs> yeah, right? right? That's so dumb. <laughs> right? Uh, fuck that's dumb yeah yeah isn't it though okay let's talk about you get so many dates in this (laughs) game let's let's, okay sorry it's not hot dog man it's h-a-w-t-d-o-g okay but no man yeah no man okay so just hot dog yeah 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 um yeah no i tried no chris's birthday i tried his mom's birthday his birthday i tried 2005 the year he won all those things i tried the day his mom died oh oh alex if you look closely there are hints that the boy's mother is the actually the creator of hot dog man so it makes sense why he would keep a sentimental attachment to the character and use it as a password on his phone I don't know that I really I didn't got find that. that. Yeah, I don't know. I I'd be curious to see what those hints are because I didn't necessarily believe that. Me too. I feel like the comic book would have been a fucking excellent opportunity to show me that my mom made it, or any mention <laughs> from Chris. Chris, your favorite comic is written by your mom. Say something about that. That's yeah. That's sad though, if true. Yeah, because there's a lot of hot dog man memorabilia. I don't know. Also, I don't know. So yeah, so that's it. The hot dog man game is bad. It's just you just it's just jump jet or whatever, like where you hold click and then you fly up in the air. Oh, okay. And then you get mustard. Well, that's it. <laughs> well, I'm glad I didn't miss much. Yeah, but you didn't man, miss I spent. I've got anything. a f- fucking notebook page full of numbers <laughs> over there, and none you of them the were the correct red numbers. Draw strings and shit. Uh, basically i was like okay 11 digits well if you do if you do the zeros in front of the month and the full year that's not quite 11 digits but if you add this it's 12 digits so that doesn't work so and like nope hot dog (laughs) sorry sorry hot dog the password is actually the name of the thing that you're trying to get to (laughs) Uh. (laughs) um so i want to talk i want to talk about one last scene before we get into the ending here of the of this little experience um Mm -hmm. and it is flying to mandroid's planet so you get the car keys 
uh, from your dad because you know he's he either if he's awake he's like oh thanks bud for looking for those car keys go put them in the dish and you don't obviously uh, or, I mean, you you also this is a good life is strange lesson you yeah. can put them in the dish and then it gives you the option to pick them back up yeah yeah <laughs> which the original game basically never did i feel like right yeah yeah and um and then or he's passed out and then it's real easy to grab it from him and um oh at this point by the way your dad's snoring he's fucking out oh yeah he uh, lied he fell asleep during yeah. the game again yeah but it's okay you can just wake him up anyways so when we go out to the car and you like have this crazy like you're putting your hands on the wheel and being like i got a bogey on my tail red fighter checking in that kind of shit you know okay none of that that's star wars that is Star Wars. He does much more of like a systems check sort of thing yeah, and then yeah. flies into an asteroid belt, but it's good. Red yeah. bogey's all good, too. Red bogey. Yeah. Um, and then you crash land on Mandroid's planet, which is, if it's a testament for the kind of shit we'll see in the second game, like, this scene looks amazing. It it's like looks very, very good. This red planet, and there's all these, like, spiky mountains in the background, and... You hear Mandroid's voice, and he's like, give up. You know, that kind of stuff. Oh, shit, that's a good Mandroid. Thank you, thank you. Uh, it's very breathy, very, like, guttural. It's so fucking cool. Uh, and they, they do some good work with, like, stereo headphones where it kind of moves sort of in between each ear, so it sounds like it's kind of coming from everywhere. Ooh, which he does say. He, he says, he says, oh, fuck, what does he say? It says Chris something says, about how you can't beat him because he's everywhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then, um, strangely enough, the thing you're walking towards is a street sign with a mm. lamp. And then you, um, you get closer to that street sign, and the crossroads are Asteroid and Mantle, which are, if you read a couple of the, um, of the, the reports, that's the, um, crosswalk at which your mother was hit and run oh fuck i didn't read those reports okay okay but did you put the two street names together i put that it became mandroid yeah Yeah. i got that part yeah yeah so so mantle on asteroids mandroid that's the street your mom died on he's very that's really good and holy fuck that makes that scene hurt yeah it's so that was that was my favorite yeah that was my favorite one I had to go back and confirm because I was like, I think those were the street names. And I went back. I'm like, oh, fuck. That's so, that's so smart. That's so and good. Holy fuck. Yeah. Yeah. That, that fucking recharacterizes everything about his entire like <laughs> aesthetic and oh, fuck. That's really good. Yeah. Duncan. That's really good. <laughs> I didn't know it until right now. I'm glad I could point that out for you. I feel very smart now. Usually oh, I'm the dumb God one. God damn. But <laughs> I had to play it twice. We'll talk about that later. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that one meant a lot to me for obvious reasons. Just this, like, mind fuck of being like, oh, like, he's, this fictional villain is the personification of his mom's death. And, like, mm-hmm. ah, and it's so And that's cool. very fitting because when he makes it to there, he, he isn't able to, like, fight back against it. He just sort of gets choked out and then passes out and wakes up in his front lawn. Yeah, not actually choked out, though. Yeah, like, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's the impression you're supposed to get. And that's a, like, I think that is a super good um, 
I don't know, that that's a good metaphor for it of like the feeling of like choking and not being able to yeah. catch your breath and not being able to do anything about it is like fuck duncan Definitely. that's so good yeah. oh my fucking god yeah. yeah 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 it's real good um jesus i'll let you suck that one in for a little bit <laughs> i'm gonna be screaming 20 minutes after we're done recording <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's real good uh so why, why don't you do you have anything else to say uh about um, this like, no i think that kinda... was all of the notable ones okay. you go to your treehouse i don't like, oh. you don't really get much out of that oh. or at least i didn't get much out of that oh except there's a frozen except there's an actual frozen doll on his treehouse <laughs> and then he says that I mean, he's not his dad doesn't like him playing with the girly toys but i'm like that's a that's that's like a near copyright frozen he also has a dvd yeah. of frozen and he said this would be a great time to watch frozen i guess they're just trying to push that frozen as a movie that kids are really into yeah i mean also disney gave him a bunch of money so you know um (laughs) no (laughs) i I did i did actually like that scene though when he's like dad doesn't like me playing with it because he says it's a girl's toy but i don't care she's the ice princess she's cool yeah yeah i was like all right you fucking you do you kid stereotypes (laughs) actually no 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 no. it's because fuck i don't know both their names the red-haired one is not the ice princess so i don't look I didn't watch the movie. I can't yeah, contribute well, to that. I don't know. Well, get cooler. Um, <laughs> get <sweet>. colder. <laughs> uh, why don't you bring us into that Moving last on. Scene? Moving on. Yeah, please. Um, so I, here's a question for you, because uh, I actually don't know. Does this scene, is it possible for it to play out differently at all? No. I didn't look into this because I almost didn't want to know. I, it mm, didn't seem I like it would really have the ability to, but. I played this game twice and watched um a friend play it once so all the three times they came out the same so okay no yeah so uh, um triggering the end of the game you go to wake up your dad who fell asleep and you eventually do wake him up because he told you to wake him up if he falls asleep so you can go get the christmas tree which like obviously wasn't going to happen because the dude's fucking blacked out drunk like (laughs) there's no way he's about to drive and if he did i was going to be furious Um, and he wakes up and immediately like falls down and fucks up his ankle and starts yelling at you about why did you wake him up and then he like tries to step up again and falls over and like smashes into the table and but before that i want to i want to make a quick interjection of some of the dialogue that made me like very very wince is in before he like crashes in that second part he is like are you okay like very worried or like he's kind of scared too and your dad is just like straight up like what is with all of that fucking whining can you just oh, stop yeah. the whining and i'm like ah that one hurt so much i don't know why that one just like got me real bad um, yeah that's really all i had to say <laughs> sorry to interject that's, that's good um no so then you get a knock on the door and your dad says he can't stand up go get rid of him or whatever and you go and you open up the door and it is uh, Mrs. Reynolds, who's your mm-hmm. neighbor, who said she was walking by, going for a nice walk, and she said it sounded like the 4th of July <laughs> in your house, yeah. so she wanted to see what was going on, and she comments on a bunch of beer cans that are outside if you took the recycling bin out, um, and then basically says, like, oh, what's going on in there? And you have a couple of different options. I chose to tell the truth, and I was like, oh, Dad just fell. And she's like, oh, from all that drinking again, right? Okay, that's it. I'm gonna go call somebody, and like, oh, basically, oh, oh, is this not how it turned out for you? No, 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 no. 
I bet the no, ending, I bet the very ending is the same, but I think the um, I think that conversation plays out very differently. Uh, but okay. keep going with yours. So she just says she's yeah, going to no, call so, someone and leave? So yeah, Please. she basically says she's going to call somebody and like when you tell her not to, she kind of pulls you close and says like, oh, like we want you to be safe. This is for you. We want you to be happy. And you know, basically says she's going to go call child services. Um, wow. And then you, like she leaves and you go in and your dad like basically yells at you saying, why didn't you like get rid of her? You could have gotten rid of her. You didn't fucking try. And like he, basically yells at you for being a disappointment and says he can't stand to look at you because every time he looks at you he just sees your mom's face and then says that um basically says that it's your fault she died because if it wasn't for you she never would have taken the car that day and then she never would have gotten hit by the car um which i think when i was playing that game i like not audibly i like physically moved away from the screen and said whoa you can't say that whoa whoa and then he realized Um, it too yeah he realizes it immediately and was like oh shit sorry like i didn't mean that i didn't mean that that's too late you you scream that he did and you run away and you run and climb up your treehouse and as you are climbing up to the top of your treehouse one of the like ladder rungs that you grab on snaps off and you get like a really slow motion like you're falling and turning um which is really dramatic because he's falling like three feet into snow so it's kind of like whatever but um (laughs) he does like turn and right before he hits the ground he starts floating um as if he's keeping himself levitated and then like slowly lowers himself into the ground um and then like looks up and there's some neighbor kids across the way and he like waves to them and they wave back and then that's the end of the game continued to be continued yeah my um my result was the exact same, obviously, but the um, the conversation with uh, the neighbor lady was much different. Uh, she basically like I kind of like I kind of like lie and lied and tell her the truth at the same time. But you would say like very like obvious, like trying to get me to fess up things. She's like, oh, must have been some game. Mm, I've never heard a game like that before. And like just calling you out for all your fucking the lies you're doing. And then um, she basically comes, you know, real close to you and is just like, listen, if you ever feel scared or uncomfortable or you need help or, you know, anything like that, you can always come to our house anytime you want. Like anytime. I don't care. Day or night. Just come to us. And um, she leaves or he, you know, he says, "Okay, thanks. I promise I'll see you later. And then he closes the door and then like through the glass like he walks away but through the glass you can just see her like stare in through the glass and just like you can't exactly see her expression because they have like that mosaic glass but it's like Mm -hmm. the very like concerned like worried like i felt it from that character of like could i have done this differently like i want to help this person so bad but i have no idea how um yeah this poor kid and like just staring at that door thinking of the different things that you could do and i'm sure it like runs through her head that she just wants to walk in there and see what's going on but she can't because you know that's just not legal and like it's (laughs) it's i don't know that one that was an interesting scene to be played out and see like from an outside perspective of like you can be tried you know people can try and help you and you can't really notice it when you're that age or like you're being so controlled that it's there's no way that you can outreach to anybody. Um, hmm. I don't know. Wow. That is like two totally different feelings because I didn't like 
at the end of my scene, I didn't get the feeling of like, oh, I feel like Chris feels trapped or I feel trapped like I couldn't do anything. I got yeah. a much more panicked feeling like, oh, God, like I just fucked up and told her something I shouldn't have. And now, like, they're going to separate my family. And that made, like, the dad's anger much more, like, palpable, I guess. Yeah. It's like of him being drunk and being upset and then also basically just hearing... Like, oh my god, I'm gonna lose my son. Yeah. Like yeah. it was a very, very, very high intensity scene. Yeah, the um my that scene for me was super different because like I just lied to her. I'm like, I'm playing video games, we were watching the game, we were jumping for joy because we scored, like that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. she like just believed it all, but still knew that I was lying, but still had the same reaction that your dad did. And it felt very like you know, it felt, like, appropriate, but also at the same time a little, like, I think you're overreacting, drunk dad. Like, I think yeah. even for a drunk dad, you're overreacting right now. Um, But I get it. So it was a, it was a good scene. And then how did you feel about the ending? What did you, like, the whole, I like, mean, superpowers look, we, thing? Like, We all knew something like that was going to happen, yeah, right? Like, yeah. it's Life is Strange, the whole like turn on this game is that supernatural shit happens in a very like real otherwise soap opera e type story um and it's like well something's gonna happen i think the again like they really hammed up the drama on him falling a few feet into the snow but yeah. it was very um he could have he could have you know, gotten okay. a couple more feet up there because i feel like if he would have actually fallen from his from the height of the tree it might have actually been a real hurt but uh could have been if it weren't for the snow but i i did i you know (laughs) look it's gonna be different it's gonna be really weird because they're basically saying that this kid can like either levitate or has like some light telekinesis i think is maybe what they're hinting at more because all the wood kind of stops with him and it's like okay i don't really know how you do that one quite the same but i'm at least interested to see what they do with it i'm glad it's not time travel i'll say that yeah me too i'm glad it's not time travel i'm glad it's not you know i i I find it absolutely unbelievable that anyone would want to continue the story of chloe and max i look i get it i don't i enjoyed those characters i you want to spend more time in the world of those characters it's gonna be so bad I don't want a continuation of that story. That That's not a good story. Yeah. that Well, I mean, it was a good story, but whatever happens right. next like, con- is not a good story. Yeah, continuing that is not going to be what you want. Like, that's it was built to have a conclusion. That arc was built with an end point in mind. If you continue past that, like, it's just going to be, it's going to feel stretched and thin, and it right. won't be good content. Yeah, so I have no idea how they're going to work this you know like weird levitation into the actual game because clearly it's going to come into play they're not going to just introduce it at the end of this game and say to be continued and never come back to it um Mm -hmm. they i know you didn't play this one but they slightly like introduced the mechanic of like throwing stuff at stuff uh because you throw snowballs at beer cans but i don't know i don't think that would be very fun i feel like it'd just be like a gimmicky mini game but I trust them to think of something interesting to do with it. Um, but also, I don't know, maybe like a Justice League of of ordinary <laughs> people who have like 
odd powers. I have no fucking clue what I they're going to do. And super I super fucking it. don't want that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, again, I, I told you this. I think they're going to do a thing where there's multiple people, like multiple playable characters with multiple powers, and you're going to like cycle between them. I, th- I don't know why I feel that way, but I do. Um, I'm very sad that they did not go for our idea that we gave them in episode six of our original Life is Strange series, which was people that could travel back into old people's minds and figure out how they oh, got into their old retirement home. Because it would have been so good. It would have been so good. I forgot all about that idea. I have not stopped thinking about it every <laughs> day. <laughs> I've got a 480-page manuscript about the different ways that game could play. Um, Man, that would be so good. So I'm I'm excited, you know I yeah. I am hesitantly excited to see kind of where they go from here. I give this IP quite a bit of of leeway because I think that it was really good, and I had just assumed that before the storm was going to be bad, and I think before the storm was really good, and I think this was a very little piece, but I think it was also good. I kind of I'll look I'll be honest. Yeah. This is going to sound like I'm pigeonholing us and I'm super one note, but I do kind of hope they go back to teens just a little bit. Okay. So I don't know that I want to play a full five episode yeah. thing as a kid. Let's let's talk about that for a little bit because I, I have feelings on that. Is like, could you play him for more than two hours? Because like, here's the thing is like, you uh, play, you play Chris, but like, you aren't experiencing Chris's story, right? You're, I mean, you are in a way. But, like, the things that you look at and you discover and you do are so based around everyone else. They're so based around your parents and, like, uh, and your mom's murder and stuff like that. And, like, it it just doesn't feel very focused on Chris in that sense. And I think any any development of Chris as a character, I think, will be pretty lame if he stays a kid. <laughs> like, it's not going to work out yeah. very well. I mean... To that note, like, this didn't, like, yes, it's it was obviously a game where you play as Chris, you play as Captain Spirit, you play as, like, a super imaginative kid, but with the setting and all of the pieces that they gave you, this honestly felt like much more of a game about the dad's life than it did yes. the kids. Yeah. Um, and I think, first off, that's really interesting that they told that story through the lens of his kid. I think that was really, really cool. Yeah. Um, but I, I agree. Like, I don't think... With this particular game, there was not enough meat there for it to have been longer. Like it, it, I would not have wanted to play Chris for three hours. I didn't think he was like endearing enough, or that his inner monologue was interesting enough to play him for three hours. Unlike yeah. um, either Chloe or Max, um, you know. And we could play him a couple of years in the future. I, I do kind of think this game or takes like, like I, Life is Strange Two takes place in the future. Yeah, I think, but. I, I think the, the multiple characters things would would work well for it too because you're like oh I could because you know I could spend an hour as Chris and then switch to someone else I'd be more than happy to do that yeah um to someone with a more compelling story but I like the idea of like experiencing other people's stories through his eyes is just like it's a really cool um I don't know it's cool I like it yeah I like the um I was thinking about this today the juxtaposition of how Max discovered her powers and how Chris discovers his powers, where Chris is like, oh no, I'm gonna fall a small distance, better save myself, and Max is like, well, I just saw somebody get fucking shot two feet in front of me. So, like, uh, one of those maybe seems like it deserves powers a little more. (laughs) One more than the other. Um, So, I don't know, this is just like a weird observation I had 
and maybe it's just really stupid. Uh, but why is he called Captain Spirit? Um, I don't think there's necessarily a good reason for it. Okay. Just... I think it's just like a name that a kid would make up for a superhero. Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, maybe there is. I didn't fucking catch apparently a lot of shit going through this game, so I probably <laughs> missed some. And it's probably like, oh, well, Captain Spirit is a reference to the story his grandma always used to tell his mom, but then she, she told him to get like or something yeah, like that. Yeah, but... no, no, I don't know. I, I, I don't know why that's that just like always keeps coming back to me because like for me, I don't think Spirit is like a a name I would give my like childhood superhero like persona. It just doesn't seem like a very good name, like. I mean, I think it's fine given how, like, ephemeral his power is supposed to be, right? Like, yeah. the idea of, like, a spirit that flows through everything kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I... Look, it's not a name I would have done, all right, but <laughs> yeah, I'm not it's great no... at names either. <laughs> it's no pocket watch 5 plus 5, but <laughs> it's, you know, it's it's all right. Uh, it's, it's okay, I guess. Oh, my God, I remember my justification for it now. Okay, okay, I remember your fucking Ben 10 justification. Because I, it wasn't 10. I could do more than 10 or less. But there was oh a point where I had God. 10 that I captured, so... You're basically a fucking intellectual property lawyer at that age. Like, <laughs> no, I am legally distinct from Ben 10. <laughs> the aliens were not originally in the watch, and also I can have more than 10. These are the two cruxes of Ben 10. Therefore, I am not Ben 10. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I think that's a solid argument. Um, <laughs> that holds up in court. It does hold up in court. Oh, oh. Also, also. Sweet reference. Sweet reference. Did you get the Principal Wells reference? Yeah. 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 His mom went to Blackwell and everything. <laughs> I mean, that's cool. fine. Like it exists in the same world. They already set up the Blackwells like a school for artists, and his mom's an artist. Like that makes sense. I get that. Yeah. I think it's fine. If they would have um, done more, like they're like with her classmate. Um. Oh my God! I can't remember his name. Who's the teacher's name? The the, the Jefferson. Jefferson. Yeah. Like. Oh, like, I like mean, that would ruin the fiction. They already said that he didn't go there. Yeah, that's true. But that's true. I forgot it, about yeah, that factoid. I think it's fine to be like, oh yeah, this school still exists because we're still in the Pacific Northwest, and this is like a famous high school for people who are artists. Like, yeah. that's fine. But like you said, if they had gone further with it, no. or in like the second one, if they lean too hard on like, don't you love the fiction we already established? That'll be kind of gross. Yeah. But I trust them not to do that. Yeah, you don't think that this will take place at Blackwell, I guess. No. I no. sure hope no. not. Because if no, you look at his not. report cards and, you know, his sick drawing skills, <laughs> he is very into art. <laughs> What's the over-under that we get at least one scene where you go to Blackwell? And we run into, like, a different character's child or something, you know? Fuck. If we, like, see an adult Warren and... Oh, my God. Oh, I want to see Warren again. No, 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 no. But what if this? What if this? What if this? What if it takes place enough in the future and we do go to Blackwell and we do see an adult Warren, but the adult Warren is, like, the helper to the janitor guy? (laughs) I can't remember. Like, if that happens, I'm fucking in. Yes. Or if Samuel's taken over and he is now principal. (laughs) Well, you know, he was, I don't know. He said some pretty profound stuff. He did, and his character did not have the payoff it deserved. Ugh, ugh, imagine if Max was a teacher at Blackwell. 
Duncan, how close are we? I feel like every episode of this podcast, we get closer to just writing fan fiction. Did, sorry, the cut off. We did write a fan fiction in our Sonic episode, basically, so... Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, we should back away from that ASAP. I don't want to get into yeah, that Yeah, let's scene. get out, let's get out, let's get out. Let's let's get out. <laughs> Actually, let's get in. Let's read. <laughs> um, so, God, that was yeah, fucking Captain I, Spirit. I feel like we talked about it. I feel like we hit it. It was not a long game. By yeah. any standards. Yeah. Um, feel... And most of that, you'll spend 30 minutes of the hour trying to figure out the solution to the fucking puzzle with the phone. Hot so. dog, man. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that was um, that was the awesome adventures of Captain Spirit. Um, I'm very, very excited. Uh, they did announce a release date for Life is Strange 2. The first episode comes out September 27th, so just about two months after the recording of this. Um, so we'll be back with Life is Strange content, not terribly far from now at all yeah so i'm super excited i think next month or so sorry not two months three months from the recording of this uh, i think two months from now is when they are going to be revealing a bunch more information about the game so um so yeah that's um awesome adventures of captain spirit developed by don't nod entertainment um check it out on pc ps4 or xbox it is completely free uh, standalone. I think they even said that maybe some of the choices you make in this one continue over, or some of the choices you made in the first one. There's some weird choice continuation thing that they hinted at, but I don't have any idea how that's going to work. Um, uh, make sure to follow us on all our social media, which is Twitter at Thoughts from P1 and Facebook Thoughts from Player One. Um, that's facebook.com slash Thoughts from Player One. Uh, send us an email if you have any questions, any follow-ups, anything like that. Uh, that's thoughtsfromplayer1 at gmail.com. Uh, you can find our podcast on Spotify now. Yeah! Just search for Thoughts From Player One on Spotify, and we're right there. Tell your friends, tell your family, leave us a review on iTunes um, or Podbean or Stitcher or wherever you can leave reviews for podcasts. I don't really know. I think iTunes <laughs> is the only one that matters, but yeah. whatever. I'll take a review anywhere. Yeah, um, I'll take <laughs> oh yeah i'll take it um yeah i you know what i wanted to say closing up before we before we finish here i already did the social media everyone's already left the podcast i know know. but for those of you who stayed i want to give you a little bonus thought from my player one (laughs) that's not a not a euphemism that's so Don't get good. excited <laughs> no that's so good we're gonna use that every episode now <laughs> is um i i really like this and it's weird because i know it's not better like in any way shape or form than the original because it's not fleshed out enough but i'm like super hopeful and like super looking forward to what's coming next and I I don't feel the same kind of excitement for a lot of sequel things, but I'm so happy to see these people take a creative direction that is seems like they put a lot of love and thought and passion into it, and it just makes me really happy to see a game with such a well-told story, you know, for the most part, coming around when there's just so much days of multiplayer you know what i mean like it's just good to see this and just like feel reassured that these kind of things still exist and it makes me really happy yeah that's it 
I just that's nice. I'm that just was really a nice hopeful. Thought from your player one. Thank you. I'm just really hopeful, and I was really happy with this, and I'm really glad I got to experience it. And yeah, thank you. Thank you, Donod. Thank you, Donod. Doing good work out there. Kiss, kiss. Love you. That's all the thoughts sent from my player. All the thoughts from your player in the pot? Is that all the thoughts from your player in the pot? That's all the thoughts from my player in the pot. (laughs) That's all the beans in the pot. It's over. Go home. Go home. There's nothing else here. There's nothing. Don't keep listening. There's nothing. Nothing has been appended at the end of this podcast. Which may or may not be true depending on the time of the ending (laughs) and how I feel. (laughs) Nothing. See ya. I was thinking maybe I would just read some Life is Strange fan fiction just to like really get into the the you know the mindset. I like that. <laughs> oh my god, there's a crossover section here too. Invader Life is Zim? Strange Undertale. Life is Strange oh, Undertale. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> we got Strange Tale or Underlife. Which one do you want? <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Hold on, hold on.